This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the Old Trailblazer, bringing you another message from God's Word. And we're happy to be with you folks. I want to tell you how much I appreciate every one of you who has helped me with the broadcast, with the offering, whether it be much or little. And I do. I appreciate it. I have to remind you oftentimes that these broadcasts are very expensive. We're on over 100 stations now with the, with the Trailblazer and with the Voice of Truth. And uh, well, the Lord lays on my heart to lay it on your heart to help us with the broadcast. If you can, maybe you have a, a goodly offering that you'd like to help us with at this time. Pick up the slack. And also, oftentimes I remind you, or I ask you, uh, if, you if you're coming down to the end of life, like the old trailblazer, and uh, you have uh, money set aside, leave it for the, leave it for the trailblazer broadcast. Don't, don't leave it for some ungodly family members and, or some uni, uh, pagan university or none of those things. Leave it for where it'll be preaching. I told folks here not long ago, you leave your money here, and we have folks have done that. You leave your money here, and it'll be preaching while you're in heaven. You will. I don't know if you'll know about it or not. It doesn't matter to me. But if you would, you could be a blessing. But this is the old trailblazer. And we're returning back now to our studies about the sin offering. We're looking primarily at the blood in the Old Testament. And uh, one thing we want to notice about this sin offering. In Leviticus 4-7, we find, And shall pour out all the blood of the bullock at the bottom of the altar. Yes, the Lord Jesus Christ, our sin offering, poured out all of his blood at the bottom of the cross. From his head, his hands, his feet, his back, his side, blood poured forth a living stream to the thirsty ground below. His blood was shed for us, I like to say for me. Without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sins according to Hebrews 9.22. And he gave himself for us, Galatians 2.20. He appeared to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself. Hebrews 9.26 says, that was Hebrews 9.26, and I wish you would uh, stand there now, sit there by faith, see the blood poured from the wounds in the body of our blessed Lord. And he purchased us with his own blood. Acts 20. God commended his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners. You see, there's God's word. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Le- Leviticus 4.7 says that all the blood was to be poured out at the bottom of the altar. When our Lord gave up the ghost and said, Father, into thy hands I commend my spirit. There was not one drop of blood left in his body. It was all poured out for us sinners. This great fact is clearly set forth on the night after his resurrections. The disciples were assembled in the upper room there at Jerusalem, and the Lord Jesus appeared to them in his resurrected body, and they were not and they were so afraid. But listen, listen, Luke twenty four, thirty six. But he said unto him, unto them, It is I, be not afraid. A spirit hath not flesh and bones, as you see me have. Look at me, you see that I have flesh and bones, therefore I'm not a spirit. He stood there before his disciples with those outstretched nail-scarred hands and said that he had flesh and bones. He didn't say flesh and blood, did he? For he had no blood in his body. 
He had poured it all out there on the altar cross for us sinners. He poured it all out, my friend, because uh, he was the actual sin offering of whom all other sin offerings were but shadows. All of those um, uh, sacrifices that were there, as we saw there in the Old Testament, how that they took the bullocks and the, the lambs, and all of them, they were just only a shadow, a type of the coming Lord Jesus Christ. You remember that we talked about Adam and Cain and Abel there in the, in the garden, how that Abel brought a lamb of his flock and built the altar and slew the lamb, and the blood ran down on the ground, and the, and the fire licked up the blood, meaning that the Lord had accepted it. Oh, my friend, think about it, would you? The blood was accepted. All of those offerings there, like, like old Elisha there on Mount Carmel, when he, when he sacrificed the blood offering, and the Lord sent down the fire and picked it up, Oh, my friend, it was it was accepted. It meant it was accepted. That's right. I mean, I, I don't I don't know else how to tell you. The fire meant that the Lord had accepted that sin offering. And he accepted our blessed Lord when he went back to heaven, my friend. Christ went back to heaven as our sin offering. He was accepted there and he sat down on the right hand of God. Now, let's go back. He stood before his disciples and said, I have flesh and bones. He had no blood. Oh, but listen, listen. Those disciples had either helped to take him down from the cross or had seen him taken down a white, limp body as white linen as they had wrapped him in for his burial. But here he stood and said, Handle me. Feel me. A spirit hath not flesh and bones. There is a sin offering stood there with no blood in his body. All of it had been poured out for guilty men. Guilty men, my friend. Did you see that? A sacrifice for sin. There the Lord Jesus stood before those disciples as our sin offering. But the priest must take some of the blood in a basin and bear it within the veil into the most holy place, and sprinkle it seven times before the Lord. So our Lord had to appear in heaven for us. You remember on the morning of his resurrection, he met Mary Magdalene, Mary Madeline Magdalene. Do you know where he was going? He was on his way to heaven. And he said unto her, I have not ascended to my God, and your God, and to my Father, and to your Father, he was resurrected. He was the resurrected priest on his way to the heavenly tabernacle in the Holy of Holies to appear in the presence of our God for us. And when he stood there before those disciples, he had already been to heaven and returned in the flickering candlelight. They beheld their sin offering, their high priest. Yes, he had been to heaven. And what had he done? He had taken the blood put it on the judgment seat, and turned it and turned it into a mercy seat. Turned it to a mercy seat, the seat of grace. Oh, I ask you, do you know that high priest? Do you know that sin offering? I do. Oh, my friend, 
I, I, I tell you, awakened sinner, could I just tell you to flee to Christ? Fall there at his feet like Mary Magdalene and cry, Rabboni, Rabboni, my master. Could you do that? Now let's notice another thing about this sin offering. It's stated there in Leviticus 4. Even the whole bullock shall he carry forth without the camp unto a clean place where the ashes are poured out and burn it on the wood with fire. So the sin offering must be taken outside the camp and burned to ashes. But you know something, my friend? Our Lord was taken outside the camp. He suffered outside the gate. Hebrews 13 says, Wherefore Jesus also, that he might sanctify the people with his own blood, suffered without the gate. Let's go there, go forth therefore unto him without the camp, bearing his reproach. Yes, they took the body of that sin offering outside the camp, set it on fire, and burned it to ashes. Do you know, my friend, they took our Lord outside the gate of Jerusalem and placed to a place called Calvary. They put him on the altar of the Roman cross. The fire fell upon him, the fire of the consuming wrath of Almighty God, that is, against his, listen, against the sin he represented. Listen to Lamentations 1. From above hath he sent fire into my bones. And then Psalms 88 says, Thy wrath lieth hard upon me. Psalms 88, Thy fierceness, go, thy fierce wrath goeth over me. Thy terrors have cut me off. Psalms 39, I am consumed by the blow of thine hand. Yes, yes, my friend, our sin offering, the Lord Jesus Christ was taken outside the camp and there burned under the wrath of God in our place. Let me ask you something. Could I just slow down here a moment and be uh, personal with you? Are you saved? Have you any? Have you a, a knowledge that your sins are all under the blood? Can you look up and say, thank you, Lord? Thank you, Lord, for saving an old sinner like me. You just see yourself as nothing is worthless, hell-deserving, ill-deserving, wretched and miserable, blind and naked, fierce, hating God with a passion all of your life, won't be, won't be reconciled to God. And then the Lord comes and makes it known unto you that he died for you. Can't you, can't you just fall at his feet now and cry, Lord, thank you? Thank you, Lord. Thank you. You know, one of the things we've read, in heaven there'll be holy, holy, holy is the Lord. That'll be all day and all night if you're such a thing. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord. That's the only thing we can say, my friend, except uh, like the fellow said, my Lord and my God. Oh, Thomas, the Lord told him to put his hand into his side and into his, into his uh, scars there, and he said, my God, my Lord, and my God. It dawned upon him that this was Christ, the sacrificial lamb. And I tell you this morning, what a Savior. What a Savior. What mercy. Mercy, the mercy of God. Oh, the mercy of God. I tell you, my friend, is nothing, nothing in this world to compare with being saved. Oh, it's not, it's not, uh, it's not a, a, a fair tale. No, no, no. It's a battle. It's a battle. You say when the Lord saves you, will everything be hunky-dory? No. 
you'll go through those fiery trials, but the Lord said he wouldn't put more on us than we can bear. He says, uh, it is I, be not afraid. My friend, can you are you looking to the Lord at all, or are you just struggling along in your own strength? No, this grace, my friend, mercy and grace is being held out to you day by day. Come on to the Lord. Throw down everything. Throw down your old rebellious spirit. Throw down your old hatred. Throw down everything. Come crying to the Lord. Lord, save me. I'm not, I'm not telling you to make a decision for Jesus. That's not anything. I'm not telling you to shake some preacher's hand. That's not anything. I'm not telling you to, to do so many novenas and all those things. That's not salvation. I'm telling you to look to the Lord, the Lamb of God, who taketh away the sin of the world. My friend, that's, that's, that's a living reality. Christ, a living reality. And I wish you would. I wish you would. And then, then pray for the old trailblazer. Would you do that? Pray for him. I feel so helpless at this time, so weak, and weak as water. But remember, uh, I could use a little help with the broadcast if you could. And if you can't, I understand it. But uh, remember my mailing address, the old trailblazer, post office box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. And my website is radiomissions.org. Look us up there if you would. See what you can find there on our website. And then tell someone else about the broadcast. And if you can give out tracks, you write me and let me know. I'll send them to you free and postpaid. Goodbye and God bless you. Pastor Pendarvis invites you to listen to the Radio Missions Internet radio station that presents the old Trailblazer broadcast, Voice of Truth broadcast, weekly sermons, and music 24 hours a day. For information and a link to listen, visit our website at radiomissions.org. That's radiomissions.org. And be sure to join us again each Monday through Friday on this station for the old Trailblazer broadcast with Pastor Albert Pendarvis.